Of the website goes up this week, but basically a lot more businesses have taken their media online. Um, so they've needed a, they've needed like a bit more. Um, they, they put more spend into their digital media yeah. campaigns, and yeah. uh, it's really hard. Like a lot more people are building websites now as well, um, which is also what we do. So yeah, any any content creation of digital media, whether it's for search engines or whether it's for websites or apps or the the the, the digital traffic that you're buying with marketing, going to them. Um, mm. That's picked up massively, and then on the other side, um, UCT have put all their courses online. You know, so a lot of universities have been saying forever, "We're gonna put all the coursework online," and they've always just kicked the, the kicked the can down the road because they've never had to. So with COVID, that forced, forced them to put yeah. it all online, and now you don't have yeah. to leave your house to study. And I think that'll, you know, there's a, there's a big problem in South Africa with school with 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 education fees. Um, university is very expensive, and I think if if you can learn online at home, I'm hoping that the fee goes down slightly. Yeah. Um, because the necessity to have a, a lecturer present at all times goes down, and you can sort of learn on demand. So let's see if that works, because a lot of uh, a lot of South Africans need cheaper education, and it, it'll really yeah. help our economy in the long run. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. Yeah, good stuff, dude. Woo, great was, little monologue ooh. there, Dan. Oh, Jeez. Thank you, guys. Well, I, I love it. Well, then for the self-promotion during while we live, that's all. That was, that was pretty good. Juiceready.co, we'll put it in the, in the description. No, no problem whatsoever. <laughs> this is why we're here, boys. This is why we're here. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, listen. What did you guys think of the the absolute uh, spectacle that was this weekend? I mean, I, I mean I, I'm already starting, like I'm a little bit speechless already. Like I don't, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know no. what to say. There's so many things to, to consider. So many things to talk about. So many controversies or not controversies. Yeah, I cried. I laughed. I cheered. It was it was all right. That whole yeah, I definitely cried. cried, and I definitely cried during that card. Yeah, no, it was it was a it was an intense. Uh, it was, you know, when uh, Steeper and DC. Were, were going at it you know I, I was clammy i felt lightheaded i was shaking i didn't know what was going on with me i had bodily functions that were that uh <laughs> that, 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 yeah, that, yeah. no it's 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 nervous energy anxious it was inc- it was incredible i i've need i almost felt like i needed to go have a shower afterwards yeah i mean i think it also didn't help the 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 co-main card also it sets you up to this whole weird standard of what we weren't expecting and then all of a sudden we're going into the like biggest heavyweight championship here and like you're already like shot to the core and now you've got this massive fight happening it was cool yeah it's it's insane i mean i i mean it's just one of those fights where it there was so so much on 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 the line i mean literally they were going to call one of the other the goat the greatest of all time yeah or the, the heavyweight guys yeah. well yeah i know no of of course of course i mean you know pardon is pardon guy. my uh my phone <laughs> <point. laughs> 
so yeah so like i didn't even know where to start so one of you uh, dan how how about Um, you take us away no so i mean this this kind of this card was amazing and um i mean i'm a casual so i only watched the (laughs) the the main the co-main and a few other highlights but he says he's um, a casual but he's not really (laughs) no i um i really think that um and this is a bit disappointing but it it it, it really i love heavyweight but it highlights mm. why my favorite divisions are oh, one the smaller yeah the smaller guys yeah, yeah. lightweight welterweight and middleweight are my favorite divisions okay. i love featherweight too and you can't you can't hate on light heavyweight and heavyweight you got to yeah. love them so every every heavyweight champ every championship fight i'm mm. gonna watch um but uh i think the guys just knew each other so well from their first two fights and that's why we didn't get a ko um, not that we needed one. Um, it just obviously makes it more exciting. And at that weight, mm-hmm. uh, when the guys are, when, when someone weighs, what, what did they come in at about 240 pounds? Um, yeah. When someone, when someone gets hit by a 240 pound man, it's, it's, it's nighttime. 233 yes. and 236 say, pounds yeah. to be exact. Okay. So Stipe um, came in at 236 and Cormier yeah. came in at 243. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I enjoyed the fight. Um, but there were better fights on the card, I thought. Oh, oh, well, absolutely. I mean, that's the first thing you said in your voice note when we were getting, uh, when we were getting uh, geared up to do this episode. You said, "Listen, if there's any other fights that you 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 need me to see, just let me know." And I didn't let you know because I didn't have the time. But I will, okay, well. I will gladly educate you tonight, my friend. Okay, thank you. Please, please educate the listeners too, because we we've got some strong fans on here. We've got some casual fans on here, yeah. aka we got, we got Gaza Bennett in the, in the, uh, in the Gaza Bennett watching. <laughs> we live for the first time. We expect a little comment with a heart. Yeah, like we're yeah. kind of yeah. we're kind of testing this uh, testing this little uh, this machine out. So I mean. We can call this. Yeah. Th- we, this is the thirteenth episode of From the Corner, of course. But and we, we are we, the and we are the biggest podcast that does combat sports in Kenilworth. So in, yeah. in, in, in Kenilworth, who's brain. in Kenilworth, yeah. right? Are we none the of, Hound of no. Hartfield? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's brilliant. Biggest um, combat sports podcast in Pinelands, Rondebosch, Mowbray. Um, yeah we could say the biggest uh the biggest combat sports podcast in the southern suburbs in the southern suburbs <laughs> yeah. um yeah no maybe should, not should we spot with the early prelims yeah okay. i know we can we can uh, did, did you watch the entire card um jay i didn't i i only watched the the, the major fights in or the one early prelim and then i think two fights in the prelims and then the whole main card okay okay all right all right okay i watched do you know what happened okay i've got to explain to you my my beginning of my sunday so i have a couple of bo- like i have a bottle of wine a couple of glasses of wine about let's say a bottle maybe maybe a bottle and a quarter Maybe about one and a half. <laughs> what else did you have, Papa G? Um, so, so, so I get, and I've just got this new DSTV PVR system. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to get going and, and enjoy the fruits of PVR so I can record the main card and the event before and the event after just in case um, I miss a little bit of the first and miss a little bit of the last. Luckily, I am subscribed to UFC Fight Pass. So I wake up in the morning, I make a little cup of coffee. Um, it's nice and cold. I, I 
put my gas heater on. I get comfortable. I put my DSTV on or my TV on. I open DSTV. I go to my playlist. It had recorded the 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 uh, thing before the event before, and it had recorded the event event after, and it had oh, not. Dear. There was a three and a half hour gap, which was two and, uh, UFC 252. So right. I had to wait for catch up and I had to, luckily I, I passed the time by watching the prelims on UFC Fight Pass. So thank goodness for that. A um, little bit of random information, but it was a very frustrating start to my day. And uh, I could have got things done a lot, lot earlier. Yeah, while you were Jesus, saying that all that, I was thinking is Ashley Yoda's uh, tan real definitely not without a shadow of a doubt anyway um, back no. to the prelim <laughs> <laughs> definitely not she's so tan but damn that girl fine um i didn't job. say that i was looking at pictures of her now i'm just wondering if the tan was real okay cool but she is very fine yes she, okay back yeah. to the early prelim. all right okay jared take us away brother well oh, oh you didn't watch so, it okay yeah um, yeah. So, I, okay, I actually didn't watch the early prelims. I watched the prelims card, but I truly yeah. believe that Jim Miller versus Vince Pichel from Hell Pichel versus Jim Miller was a great mm. fight. Um, it was, was a, a great fight. It was a full, it was a, a decision. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go Jim Miller's way. I mean, I, I like both fighters, but Jim Miller just made, just broke the record for being the, um, the, the, the fighter who has made the most walks to the octagon. So am I? Yeah, I was going 36. to say this guy fought. This guy fought at like UFC one ten or something. Uh, yeah. So um, how old is he? Oh he's, he's, he's my age. He's like thirty five. He fought Jesus. at UFC eighty nine. Dude, exactly. It's crazy. In two thousand and eight. Yeah. Cheapers. That's crazy. And um, then, <laughs> then TJ Brown versus Danny Chavez was incredible um that was such a, a an amazing spectacle by danny chavez i mean I, it, it, it this tj brown just got beat up for three rounds straight leg kick after leg kick after leg kick and 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 he was he was oh it, it was a spectacle you need to go check out danny chavez's uh featherweight uh debut in the ufc he's someone to okay, watch cool. for sure Oh, you got to look at him on show dog he doesn't even have a wikipedia article yeah yet. exactly and tj brown is, <laughs> is a is a fighter that we've seen before who's shown a lot of tenacity and being extremely exciting inside the octagon and um yeah. you know it's one of those things or is, is chavez a high level muay thai um kickboxing muay thai uh he's yeah, got a great like scramble a game yeah. can he can wrestle everything and he's from arkansas with yeah. the name Chavez, it sounds a bit strange, you know, like it's not like Bryce Mitchell. <laughs> I see a lot of his wins come from KO and TKO. Yeah, so. yeah. But then there was another fight. It was um, Danny, um, oh, Daniel uh, Pereira or Daniel, uh, it, it was Herbert Burns was on the card. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, it was I, the main. main yeah. it was, oh, there, okay. Daniel. No, you see, I didn't know that that was the main card. There we go. All right. Yeah. So you saw the... John Dodgson... Yeah. Mirab was the first. Yeah. Yeah. So do you maybe just go straight onto that main card and talk about Charles Charles Yeah, Charles I mean Vili. that dude's got the energy 
Um, yes, he's, he's got so, he's, he's, for days. How entertaining is that guy to watch? And listen, he takes yeah. he takes the uh, Habib um, Pashka, whatever the name of that um, head gear that he wears before yeah. and after uh, the fight uh, to Pashka, the next yeah. level. Um, it's like three times the he looks like Marge Simpson. Um, Dude, it's crazy. It was a great first um, first opponent to start the main card because his just energy and shouting and screaming just got me so frothed for the rest of the main card. So it was really cool. Yeah, but you know what was disappointing for me is that um, John Dodson is a winner of the Ultimate Fighter series, and he yeah. was so um, dominant for 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 many years. And and over the he's just you know he was known for one being one of the faster guys. He just did not pull the trigger. He was he was trigger. He he was I don't know if he was too worried about the takedown or what Marab was going to do. I mean, it's very clear what Marab is going to do. He's going to take you to the ground, or he's going to um, he's going to hit you and 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 you, yeah. no but and, and and then put you up against the fence yeah um so it it was it was weird um because because even marav got more more off on on the stand-up as well it, it was just a it was strange not to see john dodson and he's out of jackson wink in in albuquerque new mexico with john jones and holly Holm and all those people so it was strange to see how he uh he just didn't pull the trigger and he's not known for that yeah, I mean, I kept hearing the commentators like Joe Rogan then saying like, oh my gosh, John Dodson's like one of the fastest guys they've ever seen like fight ever. And the whole time they're saying that, I'm like, no, surely they mean Murad because he's clearly like killing it more than John. So it was interesting hearing all the talk, but not seeing it during that fight. Yeah, yeah. Danny? No, I just thought that... Um... Sorry, I was going to change the subject a bit there and just say I know why that they were on the main card mm -hmm. is because Kutalaba versus Ankailev uh, was was dropped. He, yes, because he tested uh, Kutalaba yeah. tested positive for COVID. For COVID, which yeah. was, um, what a bummer! Um, because I was looking forward to that fight. That was that was probably the sleeper on the yeah. whole card. Uh, yeah. I should tell the I should tell the listener by listener I mean listeners, but mostly Guess just guys been it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should tell the listeners that uh, when 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 Jay broke the news about um, about the fact that he tested positive, I thought that he had, <laughs> you thought it was juice because uh, he's the Hulk. I was pissed on. I was pissed at my mate's place on Friday night, and I thought that he had popped for steroids. So uh, I got upset and I started calling him a calling him a snake in the grass. Snakey, look at this little snake in the grass. <laughs> it's so funny. I actually, when you messaged back, I thought you were joking. That's why I was like laughing. Oh, no. And then I was like, oh, wait, do you really it's think he tested positive tested. for steroids? Eh? You know, we, we've, we've been dealing with, with uh, well, I've been dealing, I've been talking about MMA for like five years. And yeah, I've been yeah. talking about COVID for like four months. Oh, yeah. So yeah. test positive, yeah, it's ingrained in, in, in my brain that that is when someone pisses hot and uh yeah yeah not good <laughs> yeah but i mean it was a good it was a good it was a it was a good showing by marab he's 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 someone who oh there we go there's the next fight is daniel Pineda. um but yeah. but uh, he is someone that is very hard to 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 not support he's he's hard not yeah. to back and he's hard not to support so and and he's a lot he's younger fought, than Dot john dodson and he's fought three times this year now well i mean he's he's fought twice in the last like uh Three weeks. Um, yeah, a month or two, I think, or two, three, two, two, three months. Um, okay, well, yeah. Marab, I'll def I don't know how to say Marab's surname, but I'll definitely be watching his Vailish next fight. I do keep, Daivich Vili. I do Vailish keep a list Vili. of guys. I do keep a list of guys that you, you guys talk about 
One of them was um, Green. So I always yeah. want to watch Green's next fight. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this You're is... You're talking this about is, Derek what... Green, yeah? Yeah. Loud, loud, loud tattooed on his head and stuff. Yeah. But then, then there was the featherweight um, bout between Herbert Burns and Daniel Pineda. And um, Jeez, I enjoyed this fight. Eh? Wow, it was so much fun. Uh, look, it, it, it wasn't very... It, I mean, it wasn't very long... It was it was two rounds, but um, Herbert Burns is, is is Gilbert's brother, and he's obviously got a jiu-jitsu pedigree that is 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 uh, second to none if you if judged by the Burns brothers. Um, but but he he missed weight; he was three pounds over, and um, Daniel Pineda has be, hasn't been in the UFC for six years, yeah, and um, it was back. a it was a do or die situation for him. And he ended up getting Herbert Burns in a mounted crucifix and just raining elbows, um, elbows for days. I mean, there was massive hematomas on the front of uh, Herbert Burns' face. And, um, you know, it's sad because Herbert Burns is a BJJ practitioner. And what I actually saw just after the fight is Michael Bisping on... on, um, Instagram explaining how to actually get out of the mounted crucifix. I, I saw that. The sun, it's actually quite easy. Yeah, it's actually quite easy, you know, if you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, and if you've got half one leg, one eye, and half <laughs> and a brain, yeah. <laughs> you could get out of this thing. So yeah, it was great. It was great to see. So he explained how to get out of the mounted crucifix. Remember the mounted crucifix was what um Kimbo Salas got caught in with uh, Roy Nelson and the ultimate fighter. That's what that was like the ultimate demise of Kimbo Slice's cred in terms of MMA back in the day. But anyway, rip Kimbo. Um, but, um, but, but yeah, but, but let's just say that Kimbo Slice wasn't a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or have or have Henry Hooft yeah, as I his mean, trainer. 100%, oh, that, that's another thing. Henry Hooft is his trainer. I mean, they know these things. But that this makes me really interested in, in Daniel Pineda, if I'm saying it correctly. Yeah. Uh, he is my age, he's 34, born in 85. Yeah. He's a black belt. Mm. Uh, he's fighting out of a, you guys heard of Four Ounce Fight Club? Um, fighting I, out of Houston, no. Texas. I haven't heard a lot I about this no, guy. I don't, I don't know. Well, no, I no. knew, I've and he just seen, seen Herbert Burns. Yeah, and he's got a record of 27 and 13. That's a lot of freak, 27, 13 and 2. So that's a lot of yeah. fights. Mm. That's like 42 he, fights. Look, he he's got he's, he, the two no con the yeah. two no contests that he has are both wins, but for some reason they were overturned. I'm trying to look. Okay, he 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 pissed <coughs> hard for he pissed uh, hard for banned substances. Okay, so then that's right. They should be overturned. Uh, Thirteen losses, but his last loss was in 2017 in Bell in August 2017. Bellator 182. So mm-hmm. I like this guy already. I mean, yeah, yeah no, he's no. got a couple he's got a couple so, losses, but he just beat. Uh, a very high-level black belt with a submission that shouldn't probably get caught in. Uh, I did watch yeah. the highlights, but I need to probably watch mm. that back. And Burns didn't make weight either. Yeah. So but, it, was, it was a good win yeah. for Daniel. But you see, but when you don't make weight, there's there's two things that could be happening. A is you do it on purpose because you don't want to be depleted. Or B, so then you actually have the advantage and you have a massive four-pound advantage as well, which is which is considerable at featherweight. Yeah. Um, and or B, he was so depleted that 
he the reason why he could have been beaten by a submission is because he just was so depleted that he couldn't even make the rest of the weight and he was half dead trying to do it so you got to think of it you know it might be to his advantage it might not be yeah yeah well i mean that's what they're saying like initially when daniel took him down they were like he just looks like he's got no energy he's got nothing and then he just kept using that and just kept getting him down and then got him into the crucifix and that well, you know it. his brother I, I see that gilbert is his bjj coach along with mm. uh along with the head coach but so that's quite interesting that that gilbert burns is his i know gilbert burns is a very high level black belt i think he's a, a second degree black belt in, in bjj uh i can just check that quick but um yeah i mean i i uh i think maybe there's a situation where he goes up a weight class because i know his brother went from lightweight to welterweight yeah i mean what was this what was this uh no this was featherweight dude this yes, but I'm talking about I'm talking so, so by the way, yes, Gilbert Burns is a second degree black belt in, in BJJ under mm. under Rafael Barros. But um Gilbert Burns went up from lightweight to welterweight. So I'm saying that his younger brother might have a situation where he needs to move up from featherweight to, to lightweight. Yeah. To killers to murderers row. Because look look how much yeah, it benefited cheapers. look how much it benefited Gilbert being able to make weight easily at welterweight. Now he is mm. he's ranked number one yeah no After absolutely quick wins yeah no i mean i'm a huge fan of of gilbert but herbert needs yeah. to needs to get it oh, look i mean it was a short notice i don't know i mean what does anybody know whether it was a, a short notice fight regardless it, he gassed quite early and uh um, yeah. he got finished it sounded like daniel it on was the ground. a short notice for daniel if if i heard that i remember hearing something <coughs> like that so he was pissed off that uh, Herbert didn't make weight. Exactly. Yes. He came in and made weight. Very That's valid point. So very valid. Uh, point. I don't. Uh, it doesn't say anywhere <coughs> that it. Not it Doesn't say anywhere that it was a short notice <laughs> fight. So I'll. We'll have to find that out. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think um, it was in the commentary. I don't know where. It, um, sure, it was in Dana's post-fight quick discussion. Okay. Well, I'll find I'll find out for you guys if we move on to the next. No, one. it was it was in uh, like Dana, it, no, Joe it was Rogan. in the post fight show. It was in the post fight uh, interview with Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Daniel Pineda on UFC return. I got screwed over, but now I'm here. So he's obviously pissed off about something, but hey, he got it. He got a win. Yeah, and, 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 and he also he, his face as well. Yeah, he also got really got a bad cut on his left eye. And his whole eye was closed, and he had this massive gash from the, from the like, the middle, just before the middle, right around this massive. Um, I see it. It looks it like from it's horrible. Knee, eh? It was from the knee. Yes, correct. Yeah, that could be a little fracture on the. Oh, orbitable, yeah, definitely. On the orbital, yeah. Jeez, we'll get to the eye situation soon, eh? Oh uh, yeah, no, we uh, yeah. we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. But, but, but then, I'll yeah. Be, oh yeah. yeah? I mean, I'll put I'll put him down on the list. I'll I'll be watching Daniel Pineda's next fight. Let me write that down. Yeah, hundred percent. And he's got this mad, um, you know, those mad mask, uh, crazy ooga booga kind of like mask. Uh, you know, is... yeah, yeah, on the back of his on his back. I mean, you know, back pieces, Jay. Um, I do. That back and piece of his Japanese is pieces. it's not finished yet, but it's looking tidy as. Pick. It's sick. It is sick. All right, so made me a little jealous. But yeah, fun. well, we can we maybe pull it up when social media burns can come. We can say uh, uh, when yeah. uh, we can we can um, say uh, MMA's best and worst tattoos with Jay with Jay. 
Um, Ooh, we can, we can burn that's actually back. a good segment we should do. MMA's best and worst tattoos with Jay. Jeez, there will be a lot of worst, sir. I don't think there's not that many greats. <laughs> I mean, you can there's, get Joe Rogan's, Joe Rogan's sleeves in that. DMT tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, boys, moving on to the heavyweight division, we have Rosen Junior, De, yeah, Rosenstrike versus Junior De Santos. Junior De Santos with a twenty-one and eight record, looking absolutely delicious, and yeah. um, Rosen Strike looking pretty lean himself uh, with an eleven and one record, coming off that devastating knockout to Francis Ngannou. So, what did you guys yeah. think of that? Um, starting off, what what happened? I saw their weights when they walked in, and their weights were massive difference. I didn't see the weigh-in, so can you clarify what was happening there? Um, I cannot because I do not have any information regarding the oh, weigh-ins. Yeah. I have no idea. Do you, do I you, don't Danny? Actually, no. What, what, why was there? I mean, why was there I, weight? I'm assuming that Rosenstrike was heavier than um, yeah, yeah. Santos. But it was like crazy difference. Um, I can't off the top of my head think of what it was. Yes, but Junior's lean, eh? Yeah. It's crazy to think that that guy, and, and, and Stipe as well. Those two guys, just they, they're like light heavyweights. Stipe heavyweight. looked good. Stipe yeah. looked we'll, the we'll best there. I've we'll ever there. seen him <laughs> in, in, in his career. It's, it's the... That's why he's the creme de la creme yeah. of the heavyweight division, yeah. guys. I mean, yeah. we're jumping, we're jumping. Yeah, we're jumping. Yeah, jeez, yeah, man. But what can you do? We get excited, all right? Man, it's our <laughs> okay, first yeah. live podcast. So, we so can pull, also deviate I pull, from that. I pulled it up. So, Rosenstreak was 254, mm -hmm. and Dos Santos came in at 238.5. So, it's a big difference. But I think yeah, at that weight, it's a big difference. But I think at that weight... If you yeah. get hit by someone, if you get hit by a 238-pound man or a 255-pound man, yeah. you, yeah. just, you're basically going flying. You have to just try. You, you don't try block it. You just try to get out the way of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree with you. But look, yeah. so Dan, did you, did you watch the fight? Yeah. Okay. It, it, it um, was a, a, lo a long feeling out process. Yeah. Um, yeah, as one as they would have to do as heavyweights, and 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 Dos Santos looked very good. Um, I think Rosenstreak. Uh, am I saying it right? Rosenstreak. 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 Yeah, he, Dutch Dutch names. You got yeah, to say. I, I would say Rosenstreak. Rosenstreak. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he he looked he looked very uh, look. He's the real deal. Even though Dos Santos looked very good, he found he he, he found a little place for that right hand, and he just. Buried it, yeah. Yeah, I, think I, it I mean, right it was yeah. like a Maybe looping, it, it's almost like it was it was on the way to miss, but then just clipped at the right. It you know, it was one of those things that was on the bullseye, the, the little button, yeah. because hmm. it wasn't it was a glazing shot, it wasn't a power shot, it wasn't one I of did, those it, thud, just got yeah, yeah, yeah did the but job, now, and yeah, go for it. To me, like the whole fight, besides that knockout. DeSantos looked like it was it was his fight the whole way. Mm. Like I was quite surprised that Rosenstrike, like I wasn't expecting it. It looked like he was losing it, and it wasn't going his way most of the time until that point. No, he yeah. was being a calculated kickboxer. I think. Uh, okay. No, but I mean, you see, you see the same, you see the same from Junior DeSantos in some of his old other fights. Uh, if you look down his resume, there's guys that were beating him, and I think it's just the heavyweight division. Um, 
Uh, look at look at Derek Lewis. He looks like he's losing fights, and then he just lands that one clean on it. It cleans the chin out because yeah. he's a heavyweight. Yeah. No, yeah, it happens at light heavyweight too. But look, yeah. I mean, anything can happen at heavyweight. The, the, it could have been the other way for Junior. So, look, mm-hmm. I, I the the only problem is Junior has just really struggled to get any sort of ascendancy in his win streaks. Like he will win a spectacular. Um, bout against someone like Tai Tuivasa, then come back and win another one, and then he and then he's in another position where one more fight could get him into title contention because it's such it's such a shallow division, and then he gets knocked out like this. Like it's the same for Jarzinho because he was coming into the UFC, then he did he had his fourth knockout in the row. He made the cardinal era of calling out francis and ganu and then <laughs> and then he got knocked out in 20 seconds but then he yeah, went okay. back to the gym and he is he, now fighting someone who is the former champion which has got a lot of credibility behind that there's a lot of credibility behind that w yeah, yeah. no totally a hundred percent and i think uh, it's it's a bit unfair to compare rosenstrike to dos santos it's a compliment because De Santos is such a veteran and he's so damn good. Yeah. Um, but Rosenstruck's 11 and 1. So he's right up there. And I think, Sean Shelby, can you hear me? We need to get Black <laughs> Beast versus Rosenstruck. That's what Gaza Bennett is saying in the chat. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with it. I agree with yeah. it wholeheartedly, 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, I think uh, Junior's, I mean, if just by looking at his physique and the way he looks he's still fit to fight for a few years i don't know how old he is maybe one of you guys okay so he's 36 he's still got another four years in him he could go till he's 40 no problem even 41 i mean you know you you don't often hear me agreeing with the fact that a heavyweight man is delicious but i'll give it to you (laughs) listen i will not discriminate against delicious men or women um right so so he's, speaking he's, he's, of delicious men, Marlon Vera and Sean O'Malley. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. I think everyone in that whole arena was a little bit upset of that outcome. Yeah. Okay, but because actually, but, been, but okay, before sorry, we go yeah, there, go, so go. yeah, yeah, we've got you one hundred percent. I'm gonna we're gonna give you the floor to start with this this one next. But Jarzinho, what's next for them? You so you say Black Beaks. I say Black Beast, Derek Lewis. I agree with you. Yeah, Derek Lewis. Okay. And then I'd with Junior. Surprise. What's his... Who's the heavyweight um, coming off a loss? I uh, know. Up in the I've top I've got a 10. good one. Who's this? I think he Alexi. should fight Kane Velasquez. No, Velasquez, Velasquez retired, brother. I know. Okay, let me... I'm pulling up I'm pulling up the rankings. Okay. Um, what about Alex Volkanovski? Uh, you mean Alex? Uh, you mean Alexander Volkov? Uh, Alexander Volkov, Volkanovsky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big Could difference. Could have a featherweight fighting yeah, yeah, a heavyweight, but then again, Volkanovsky used I've, to be a heavyweight. Wait, I've got a, I've got a fun idea. Fabricio wow. Verdum versus Rosenstreich. Ah, uh, rip Verdum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but perfect. that could be good. I mean, he could catch Rosen strike on the ground and then boom. So yeah, yeah, no, I think they're all great parts. I think, um, I think the the fact of the of the matter is that there's there's some good uh, matchups for him in the heavyweight division as well and as Vadum. Yeah, Vadum's ranked much lower than him. Mm. I think Vadum is ranked fifth, 
13th and Rosenstruck ranked 6th. But Rosenstruck's coming off a loss. Doom's coming off a win. And in between them, you've got a lot of guys that are sort of not in at the uh, Volkov's out for a bit. Overeem's out for a bit. Walt Harris is dealing with some stuff at the moment, although he did have a, a good win recently. Um, you know, that could be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Could be a vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I dig it. Um, I think we should. I think we should let Jay say what he wants about. Yes, Sean. absolutely. I, I, before you, oh. before you, before you go on, Jay, I just wanted to say at the beginning of this podcast, <laughs> I did say that um, you know this event made us laugh. It made us cry. The part that I cried uh, was during this fight because of what happened yep. to Sugar Sean's foot. Yeah, totally. So should I break it down? Break it down. Go Let's hear it. <laughs> so they come in looking beautiful. Obviously, Sean's toughest opponent that he could face mm. and looking good i think they're both looking great in the, the the starting starting off and then something happened to sugar sean where either he twisted i've, I've heard two two points of views here one from a doctor that was watching all the footage and stuff and trying to like see what he thought and then a broader variety of people saying what they think happened and so what was the, the doc- what was the, what did the doctor say and what did the-, the doctor said that if you watch one of the the one footage he's like he turns his foot quite a bit and at that point it looks like he may have tweaked it which was what caused his old injury which was ah. something to do with the ligaments in the foot that made it collapse and that actually very possibly caused it or the broader oh. thought pattern is that um, Vera, when he kicked him, kicked him on his knee and not on his calf, which is connected to uh, a ligament that actually causes your whole foot to go numb. And as he did that, Sugar Sean stepped back, put some weight on it, and that's when his whole foot and toes were curling under um, and then obviously caused all the damage just- and then... That's the same thing yeah. that happened to Michael Chandler at Bell- Bellator. Yeah. Uh, and, and, um, Dan, Dan, wait, let's stop everything. Dan looks like he's got an injury himself right now with those. Yeah. I, I, I promise you. I, no, no, I do have a foot injury. I literally do. Oh, yeah. um, okay. It's actually quite what it looks injuries. like to the listeners, to the it's viewers, not as in- it looks like uh, you are going, I think what you're saying is bullshit <laughs> no, 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 no. that's what it looks um, like <laughs> no no i literally tweaked my foot well but uh but anyway so okay. the, um well he, he yeah i think i think they're both right jared uh yeah i, I mean i think i think they i think he um he did get kicked on his knee and that's what caused him to to when he when he when he tried to step forward because he's a very he's very much of a, a striker and he, mm-hmm. he relies on his footwork and when he tried to step forward he just hyper extended his entire foot by he's, he curled his toes underneath his his foot and i've done that in football and it's not fun um and uh you know i, I actually did roll my ankle the other day as well like playing but not as bad as this i mean i'll be able to play in two weeks time but sure. um it's both. It's it's a combination of both. So it's it's the broader theory of what you think because that's what Rogan said as well. He he got kicked, he got hurt, and then he just wasn't thinking. So because he got kicked on his knee, when he put his foot down again, he didn't plant it properly on his yeah. on the on the ball of his foot. He with his toes up, he planted it on his toes with his toes curled, and that's yeah. what rolled his but, knee. And so for any of the listeners listening that that can't um, 
make sense of what we're talking about. Sugar Sean was a, a very strong favorite. Well, it would have been a, not a very strong favorite, but it would have been a very fair fight going into this. And it would have been an absolute barn burner. It would have been fireworks versus Marlon Vera, who's a great striker himself. Um, but uh, Sugar Sean hurt his leg and just couldn't fight properly. And he got, he got yeah, beaten. I, I have got a myself. slightly different uh, view. I've got the same view as that he was kicked on because remember sean o'malley switches stances a lot right and then yeah. marlon vera is known for kicking he's a great kicker so um he he was kicked on that leg uh just mm. underneath it was a calf kick you know that there's there, there's that little ligament I, I i think you were explaining it but just behind the knee there's a yeah. there's some tendons and ligament if you get kicked on the button it's like knock it's basically knocking your leg out mm. yeah. you know your leg has you know and your leg falls asleep literally but yeah, but yeah. They, but that can't be called a controversial de decision in my opinion that was a a form of combat that was yeah, but no a, one's calling it no one's calling it controversial a lot of, a lot of people are calling uh, a lot it of people are hey why? A lot of people say, oh, Amali wouldn't have, um, Amali uh, lost the fight because he got injured. No, Cheeto Vera injured O'Malley and beat him. Well, it's a fight, yes. No, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, yeah, I mean, oh, I he got injured. He would have won if he didn't get injured. Yeah. But was, there's a reason he got injured because he got hit. Yeah. After that fight, I was like, no, Sean O'Malley, if he didn't like, if the old injury didn't come out, uh, he definitely could have stood another chance. They called that too quickly. Um, they should definitely have a rematch. But if no, this happened was in reverse, mm. everyone would be going, oh, no, cool. O'Malley won. Yeah, 100%. And then 100%. I started thinking like... Yeah. No, because no, he's, got, he's, got that, he's got the luck of the Irish now because he's... Yeah, and I'm the, like, the, the, no, the, actually, the promotion, the promotion sees him it. as a superstar. Yeah, Vieira won it and fair and square... It sucks. We all wanted Sugar Sean to win, but you know. No, I didn't. I didn't say I ever wanted Sean to win. I I like Cheeto Vera, but I, I'm like let let the best win win. I didn't. No, I yeah. don't mind who okay. wins. I I predicted so, Sean O'Malley to win though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me let me say that I did want Sugar Sean to win just because I want to see Sugar Sean versus a Cody Garbrandt or versus a TJ Dillashaw, mm. uh, and I think he'll. I think he can come back. Yeah. The, what the pro, what the promotion generally does, um, and I mean this is why they're the best in the game. What the UFC generally does is, if there's a, a stoppage, like 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 look at the other stoppage, um, the guy that pissed hot for COVID. Um, he pissed hot for COVID. Yeah, yeah. How do you piss hot for COVID? That's hilarious. His little head, head <laughs> The guy that had had COVID in his nose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Someone pissed um, in his nose, bro. Ankalev Ank knocked out. Um, you have to help me with the other guy's name. Ankalev, uh, uh, Ian Kutalaba. He knocked out Kutalaba, and and the UFC ran it back. So I think that if 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 the UFC runs this one back, if unless Sugar Sean's um, properly, unless Sugar Sean has injured a ligament, then he's mm. out for then he's out for 10, 11 months. Yeah. Why? But the thing is, Vera, why would Vera want to fight him again? He's proven that he beat him, and like it, it, that's I, the I'll thing. tell you what. I'll tell you why. It won't probably be up to Vera. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I know. It'll yeah. be up to the brass, eh? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's but, very but that true. The, like, listen, you speak the, other the thing. truth, brother. Yeah. yeah. That was the other thing, like, as I was saying, like, building up to this, is that in the post-fight with uh, Joe Rogan, maybe it was also just me that I was so upset that I was picked. It sounded like everyone else was being upset, but Joe Rogan sounded 
quite bleak that he's speaking to Vera and not O'Malley. Then you hear Dana White like speaking about it, and he also just sounded like it was just really? all this like everyone they, sounded bummed that yeah. O'Malley didn't win. But maybe Look, it was they, just me picking up on that. I, I think I think with Rogan, he he tries to be quite part, uh, impartial, but I think Dana White struggles to hide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but Cheeto is but, a legit. Um, he's got yeah, yeah, firepower. So, uh, no, that's Star what power. I was going to say. So, Cheeto, Cheeto Vera is great. I'm happy for him. Um, he can go on now and, and fight a top five guy in the, in the bantamweight division. So, what, what do you think should be next for him, Rock? For Cheeto? For both. Cheeto, Cheeto Vera? Yeah, for both. Okay, well, um, should we pull up the rankings? Well, I've there got we go. the rankings up here. Well, I mean, we can pull up the rankings on the... On the, on the, on the okay, like the a, yeah. Sean... Short, uh, just for the listeners in the meantime, mm-hmm. uh, Sean, um, Sean O'Malley, O'Malley is 14th. 14. Yeah. yeah. And then Marab is right behind Sean, by the way. That would be he, and And Marab has oh. actually been calling out Sean the entire time. Well, now he has to fight him because he's coming off a loss. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good yeah, fight to me. Dude. That sounds well, very that, fun. Yeah, that but, sounds extremely and, fun. And do you know what the funny thing is with that? Is Marab's mm-hmm. a, a a full time wrestler, Sunshine? So that's gonna Ooh. be that's. Gonna and we be... can actually see O'Malley. He's speaking about his wrestling, so let's actually see it in action. Now. Yeah, let's see it. Let's see it here quickly. Boom! There we go. So we've Pedro got... Munoz. Pedro Munoz is five. Okay, so uh, wait. we've yeah. got. There we Cody go. Stamen there. So we got. Marlon Marais is number one. We've got Peter Yan as 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 the champion. Aljamain at two. Cody three. Corey Sandhagen at four. Pedro Munoz at five. Jose Alda at yes. six. You see, Cheeto, Cheeto could go up and fight the top five now. He has to, actually. Well, the thing is, Cheeto... I mean, Sean O'Malley's at 14, so Cheeto's going to take his spot. Cheeto's no, just uh, fought Song Yudong, who's number 13. And and everybody believed that Cheeto won that fight. It was a very uh, a controversial decision, if you can remember. So I think the 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 sense for uh, for uh, what for Cheeto is someone like Cody Stamen. Cody. Yeah. I was going to say Stamen as well. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I said top five earlier. I meant to say top 10. He well, could fight it, like a Cody Stamen. Yeah. Well, think about yeah. it this way John Dodson just fought, right? Yeah. He's sitting at 12. Dominic Cruz just fought. He's commentating, yeah. not active, won't fight for yeah. anything less than a title or top two, three. Yeah. Rob Font, Jose Aldo just Rob fought. Font is not active. Um, he, he, he has had a recent fight. He's doing well, but. It's just he's not around at the moment and he's not as active as the guys like Cody Stamen. Asanso has just been rocked, I mean, knocked out by uh, Cody Garbrandt and Rivera coming off a loss as well. Yeah, and they won't go higher than Jose Aldo. No, exactly. So I think yeah. a, 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 a bout be, from, with Cheetah and Cody Stamen is, uh, is, is on the cards. What do you think, Dan? I, I was. I think we're all in agreement that he should fight Cody Stamen next. And Cody Stamen's healthy. He's looking good. He he coming off a win as well. It's a good fight. Yeah, dude. Great. I fight. think that's a great idea. Um. Yeah. Well, there we go. Then then, then that's the then O'Malley versus uh, Marab. 
Uh, well, you know, Mirab might not want to fight someone who's coming off a loss. Um, but it's Sugar Sean. But it's Sugar Sean. You, it's, you a hot, have, it's a hot train, yeah. You have a point. You have a very, 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 yeah. very, very valid point. So I'm looking. Knows? I'm looking at Rob Font, and he fought Hickey Simone. Am I saying it right? Yeah, Ricky Simone. Yeah, but how long ago? Uh, December 2019. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, where is he now? I think this. I think he's maybe got. Uh, he was expected to face. Uh, however, it was he pulled out due to injury. Okay, so he he's coming off some some strange times, some injuries, and some personal problems. Mm. So he was removed from a few cards, and I think that's why he's okay. taking a break. All right. All right. Well, that that was the rankings. That was the rankings. So that's fantastic. I mean, at least we can pull that shit. But um, yeah, but now. So, so now. So now. Let's go. To the main. So so guys. This is the main event of the evening. Sanctioned by P3 Protein Snack for the ages. <laughs> what is the one they say for Modelo? Modelo. Uh, by the way, thank you, Cape Wines. Yeah. Love you guys. Always me <laughs> what is Modelo again? Um, um, for uh, the fighting spirit. For for, the, for a fighter with a fighting spirit yeah. brewed with a fighting spirit Ooh. um so yeah so so just for the listeners i know we've talked a lot of garbage but uh this is the main one this we've is a lot of garbage. <laughs> uh, but um there was there was there was rumors going around that dc versus stipe would be daniel cormier's last fight um former light heavyweight champion former heavyweight champion all-round legend hall of famer Daddest man on the planet. Daddest man on yeah. the planet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, great you know, commentator. So, but but the, and, and great commentator, great analyst, great um, partner for Ariel Halwani, the great all, yeah. all round, yeah. Just great Just all round dad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think what what might happen now is he's mm. he's forty, so this was meant to be his last fight. Mm -hmm. But what might happen now is I think he might have another sneaky fight. Because he lost against Steve by decision. And he had an yeah, eye see, Yeah, see, we had this conversation last night. I don't know if you weren't you were keeping away from the combo, Dan, because you hadn't watched <laughs> it. But, I was playing a card um, game. Sorry, boys. Yeah. Um, G thinks that he's done. I've got a feeling that because he lost, he's he's got another one in him. And he's not going to leave it like this. Can I, can I, okay. First of all, let's talk about the fight. Let's not talk about what's next. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, let's get into all, it. The um the judge there were certain judges that gave it a forty nine uh, forty six, that's uh, four rounds to one. Um, yeah. Work it out. <laughs> yeah, so ten like, times not, four I'm, is forty. Plus yeah, I'm not going to score nine. it though. Okay, I'm, yeah. So so I can argue a forty nine forty six card. I had Stipe winning four out of five of those rounds. Um, I could have at least had it 2-2 two -two going into the fifth round. But Stipe That's clearly won the yeah. fifth round. Yeah. Now, I gave Stipe round one. Uh, 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 all the tweets, you know, you know what? Yeah. I, I disagree with the tweets coming through to, to, to the broadcast because those tweets a lot of those tweets are just opinions and you've got people yeah, going, yeah, i've course, got cormier yeah. i got cormier for 10 9. i'm like how do you score that 10 9 for cormier no i got yeah. the only the only round i will really truly put my foot down and say i score is steep won the first round 
Yeah, uh, exactly. No, no, no. Yeah, and you yeah. got other people. You got people, well-known mixed martial arts analysts and well-known uh, media going, I've got deep DC 10 9 mm. round one coming up on but the live you, broadcast. But do See, you I think... I called it uh, DC first round. You can you, uh, you could you could be forgiven. It's such a it was such a tight one that I uh, could give anyone it was getting close. it. Yeah. But I think Stipe first round. I won't really put my neck on any of the other rounds. But um, w- do you think that the fans' opinions? Because I actually like it in a way. It, it it gives the fans an interaction that they don't have when there's no crowd. There's no gate. Yeah. Um, but do you think that the fans' opinions? Uh, affect the commentators and the commentators affect the judges is that a thing or not no 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 i don't believe that i don't believe that but i'm i'm just saying if for the casual fan perspective i think those tweets are misleading uh, i don't yeah. think they should have those tweets coming uh, uh, up on the screen because then people are like oh well i thought stipe was doing more in that round but then they're, now they're saying that dc yeah, it's like people are scoring the rounds there. I, I mean i get the fun in it and i get the fact yeah yeah that so that's no what it's for there. i think I, I think it's sorry man i i hear i hear your point fully um and i i i you know i i te- the only reason i disagree with you is because it makes it a bit more fun while there's no fans there and at the same time you could be on twitter on your phone so the fact yeah. that they're putting twitter on the screen you know it's a bit of give and take like you could be on listen on the, uh, hashtag ufc 252 on your phone looking at live tweets coming through on the stream anyway okay um okay. it's just a no. bit of fun it's just yeah. come on don't okay. don't be all such right, a all right. okay <laughs> listen i'm gonna confess <laughs> some i'm gonna confess something to you right now is that i yeah. actually the first time i knew that live tweets were available i was live on a pay-per-view tweeting my ass off trying to get on the fucking broadcast so i know yeah. um so Jeez. like i'm i'm the first we got art Pereira in the chat that's what that's no, why you got art Pereira in the chat and he goes what was covered boxing and mma yep that's correct dude uh you guys check how well brad binder or binder did in the motor gp we all see saw that oh, he yeah. won his first you need, GP. we do need to talk about brad binder we, we, we don't have we don't have to talk about it now we can talk about it a little bit later and yeah, we uh, Art says he's only been keeping up with the MotoGP and F1. So you know what? There was an F1 uh, on. On you know, I'm my dad's a huge F1 fan. He he is caught on to MMA. He he messages me about everything. He watches back. He's like, I watched Joan Scuffstiffson one today, and I was like, oh <laughs> shit. And so so now I've got to get into the GP to to be like, okay, my dad's following the shit. I mean, he was a third down karateka, so. I mean, he's into mixed martial arts, but, him, yeah. but, but, yeah. um, you know, power to him. I've got to now follow his sport because he's following my sport that I enjoy. So anyway, on, on that note, guys, um, steep ADC, Dan, wrap it up, bro. No, I think, um, look, uh, before we, before we talk about the motor GP again, <laughs> cause I do want to talk about Brad Binder. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it was such a tight one. I could see it either way. Uh, I, I think Stipe definitely won the fight. There was no robbery, uh, but all the rounds were close. Um, and unfortunately for Daniel Cormier, the eye poke did have a big effect. Yeah. So the eye poke, the eye poke was in round two, right? It was in round mm. three. It was round, two. round two, yeah. Three. Oh, was it round two? No, Stipe got it was eye either... poked in round two, and had Cormier a... got poked in round three. Yeah. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah. Either way, I had a quite a um, good weekend after that, so I think it was in round three. But um, <laughs> it, it makes yeah. it, it makes a difference. It makes a big difference. Mm. You can't fight with one eye. 
um, all your depth perception. Like, think of someone throwing a cricket ball at your face, and you can use your one. Yeah. You have to close your one eye. It, no, it's totally. terrible. It's, it's terrible, yeah, and it's totally. terrifying. Mm, mm. Um, so, I mean, I think Stepe did well with in the wrestling exchanges. He, uh, I, I Cormier stopped trying to take him down, and he just tried to strike with him with one eye, which is also not. Yeah, advisable. But who am I to tell Daniel Cormier what to do? Do you know what I mean? He's the yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. the, he's the daddest. He's the daddest, daddest man on the planet. No, well, daddest man on the planet is so gotta be Max Holloway. But anyway, so in so so sorry. Just to just to wrap up, I think for Cormier, I'm un, I'm unhappy. The way he lost wasn't cool. I'm glad he didn't get knocked out in his last fight. I think he might come back, um, but again, probably not against Nganu. Probably if there if there was an opportunity for him to fight for a belt at 205 or at heavyweight. Uh, I don't think he can still make 205, but that's if he can. Um, I think if you offered him and him and Ganu or light heavyweight, he would, he would, he would stop eating hamburgers. Um, <laughs> or Popeyes. I think, I think there's a, I think there's a chance for a comeback because he's pissed off about the way he went out of the sport and I'd love to see him back. But if yeah, we never yeah. see, if, if we never see Daniel Cormier again, he's a great ambassador for the sport and, uh, we'll we'll get to enjoy him in commentary because he's such a yeah such well, that's a the great vibrant thing. We personality. We will always see him. We just yeah. don't see him in the octagon potentially. So that's great. Yeah, my only problem is I don't want to see. I mean, look, it's his life. I mean, uh, we are not friends. I do not know him personally. I do not uh, want to give him any sort of advice. But my only problem is if he's had retirement in his um, mind for the last two years. The one thing mm. that Dana White always says, and and you know what, that's the one time, that's a lot of the times where I'd be like, where, where I'd be like Dana White, a little bit of a hypocrite in the sense that he says, if you're talking about retirement, you should probably retire. And Daniel yeah. Cormier has been talking about retirement for the last two years. And, Dan, and Dana White comes out and says, I don't think DC should retire, which goes completely against what he's been saying in the past for about other fighters who have been thinking about retire. Yeah. Basically, when he says, if you're thinking about retirement, you should retire. That's usually, it's either to, to get the media off your back in terms of Connor, or he means yeah. what he says. I think he means what he says and, and guys that are thinking about retirement should retire because it means they're not 100% in. Mm. But just remember this one small fact, not every fighter is as good as Daniel Cormier. Yeah, no, totally. This is true. No, this is true. There there are always exceptions to the rule without, without, yeah. without 100%. Da I agree. Daniel's such a, he's such a great fighter. And, and I think for Daniel, I'm, I'm upset. And, and, and like I said, he's a great ambassador. We've paid tribute to him many times. But uh, if for the division, I'm actually happy. I think Stipe as the champion keeps that division going and he said he's coming yeah. back next he's going to come and fight again yeah. in, in december so uh now we, now we have now we potentially have a a devastating rematch yeah, um, yeah. ganu versus miocic would be a barn burner Ooh. and everyone knows that Ooh. it'll be a monstrosity and that's you the, said in the last part that actually you think that stipe would still win that one again yeah well the next mm -hmm. fight is francis uh stipe too yeah that's so, the next fight yeah uh, I think so. We, we've we've chatted about what could happen for Cormier. The next thing for Stipe is Francis and Ganu. And and if they so so Jay, yes, you're right. If they fought today, I would say Stipe wins. If they fight in nine months' time, who knows what? Story. If Ngannou yeah. Ngannou is working on his grappling every day in the gym, that guy can yeah. box like a mother. Yeah, one hundred percent. But uh, yeah. it's crazy. Don't get demonetized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's it for UFC 252 guys 
But that yeah. is uh, look, in, there in, is in the bag. There is uh, there is some uh, some cool things coming up before we get onto the burns. I think yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, there, there's a UFC fight night on the 23rd of August, which is this weekend. Frankie Edgar versus Pedro Munez. Yes, 100. Oh yeah. And and this, oh, it's, uh, is it at bantamweight? It's at bantamweight. Yeah, 100. percent He's 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 uh, gone down a. Uh, Frankie uh, shredding. Eh? Let's 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 pull this up quickly. Let's pull this card up. Um, and then Saint Owen Saint Prue's on the card. That's quite strange. Yeah, yeah. OSP baby. Interesting. Uh, let's get Life this thing. And then no I one else. Guess. I think Takashi Sato. That's a guy that you were very excited about. About if I'm not mistaken, you were excited about Takashi Sato about six months ago. I was excited about Takashi Six Nine. Daniel brothers, the Rodriguez is, are they uh, related at all? I don't know. There's plenty Rodriguez. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just checking. Anyone in Portugal? Uh, no. All right, so we've got Takashi Sato um opening it. I don't know. I, I think I I don't know. No, it doesn't ring. I know Daniel. Oh yes, Daniel Rodriguez. Yes, he was a lot heavyweight that dropped down. To 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 welterweight and has been doing well. So yes, that was a guy. That was that was a guy like from the corner episode like four, mm-hmm. where I said watch out for this guy. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And oh, uh, another one is I feel sorry for Shana Dobson. She's got a three and four record. Uh, who's going against Maria Agapova? Who's who's a savage? Who just come Nine off a five one. island win? I've heard her. I've heard the name, and I've heard that she is she, an absolute beast. Who did she beat? Um, do you want to pull up. that up quickly? Yeah, that that was a spectacular win as well. Hannah Cyphers. Hannah Cyphers. Cyphers. But it was a it was a beating. Like it was it was a very impressive. Um, Not nice. Yeah. No. No. Hundred percent. And then we've got light heavyweight. So basically, I'm saying Takashi Sato, Daniel Rodriguez. I can't pick that because I mean I'm not going to pick just for the sake of picking. I don't know these guys, so I'm not sure. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna pick for the sake of picking as the casual. I think Sato gets it done. Okay, well then, just for the sake of being your nemesis, I'm gonna go with Rodriguez. Okay, I'll I'll take the winner. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then, nice uh, women's flyweight uh, uh, Maria Agapova versus Shana Dobson. Listen, Shana's Shana's in some deep waters here. She's got no yeah. way out. Maria's gonna clean sweep. I'm sorry, that's gonna be yeah, first we- round finish or second round finish or third round finish. Either way, it's gonna be a finish. Yeah, I'm not picking it, but I hope Shana does something because she needs she needs no. something and someone to believe in her. She's got to make weight first. This is not Mackenzie Doan, bro. You don't have to talk about her weight all the time. Martian <laughs> Prashnil. Prashnil. First, Mike Rodriguez. I literally do not know who these guys are. Uh, Martian has a 13-4 record. Mike Rodriguez has got a 10-4 and four record. They obviously have a little bit of notoriety attached to them if they're on the main card. So, yeah. I mean, you've got to watch it because they 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 third from the bottom and they need to... I'm going to watch I'm gonna watch this whole card. Yeah, me too. I think you're right now. I'll watch all, all the cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we've got... Uh, Ovin St. Brew. 
OSP. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's very disrespectful because that is uh, a fraternity uh, that Shaquille O'Neal is is a part of. It's the Alf. It's the ah oh, fuck. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not gonna go and search what the thing is, but apparently it's very Alpha disrespectful. Omega. No, no, it's 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 not. The, it's something. It's it's one of those Greek uh, sayings. But yeah, it's it him cool. against Alonzo Menafield. Listen, Alonzo Menafield, he's he's on a nine, he's nine one. He's only lost once. Ovinson Prue, he's had an up and down um, career. Sometimes he looks lazy in there, jeez. But he was looking large. Uh, oh wait, he he, he came up for he's no, just come up for loss. No, yes, but he was at heavyweight, and now he's back uh, at light heavyweight. Enough. Back at no, he was back at he's back at light heavyweight now, and um, let's see. I think he lost against Ben Rothwell. No man was no, no, so at heavyweight. Yeah, dude, he Some, something clock, isn't it? I'm not uh, sure. Wait, I'll bring it uh, up. Right uh, he now. lost. Yeah, he lost against Ben Rothwell. But was that at heavy? Yeah, that was at heavy heavyweight. heavyweight dude. There we go. Demi How's that memory, brother? How's that memory, Dan? No, yeah, yeah. He fought at heavyweight. Yep. Damn it. But that was on that was on the, um that was on May thirteenth. Seventh June he fought uh Devin Clark and lost. Now that's oh, uh, Devin that Clark. Yeah, that's, Devin Clark's the guy that with the antlers on his chest. No, you talking uh Jay, you're not talking about OSP. Oh, you're talking about OSP, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Anyway, no so I, I've got, I've, I'm hoping OSP gets a win because he's not he's not looking good of late. He lost against Beth Ro Ben Rothwell in his last outing. Alonzo Menafield, I think maybe his last bout was his first loss, if I can recall yeah, correctly. Clark, yeah. yeah, Devin Clark. So listen, both of them need a win. Um, you know, it's very hard when fighters get their O taken away from them and then they need to rebuild that confidence. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um and then Pedro Munoz versus Frankie Edgar. I've got to, must, I must be honest. I'm, I'm with Frankie all the way here. Um, I, I appreciate Pedro Munoz he's, and what he's done for the sport and the guys he's fought. But I'm just a bona fide Frankie fan. Frankie Edgar versus uh, Gray Maynard in 2010, December, wow. the 25th of December on Christmas Day, was, was the fireworks. first. UFC fight I'd ever watched in my entire life. Yo. Yeah, and th that was a very good fight. I'm uh, thinking of the right one. Gray yep. Maynard versus And Frankie I was Edgar. watching it. I was sitting in PP Island in Thailand watching it. It was amazing. Um, Pedro Munoz is he's uh, ranked number five at Bantamweight. Mm -hmm. So Frankie comes down a division unranked and fights the top one of the top guys. Uh, I'm going to go for Frankie as well. I'm yeah. hoping Frankie gets a gets a Frankie, winner because I'd love to see if he if Frankie doesn't have a problem making the weight, I'd love to see him versus, you know, a Marlon Marias or a, yeah, Corey Sandagen, you know, mm. yeah, without a doubt. Amazing. Um, I'm looking, so, I'm looking for that's a good card. You know what? You know what the right, the really nice thing about this card is. I mean, you know, a lot of casual fans wouldn't actually pick up on that. Is that the this card is potential to have some really great matchups come from it yeah, yeah all right true. okay yeah great no, I mean, <laughs> are, are we no no they they, they they are some sick matchups that can come off here sorry yeah. i was looking at sugar sean's foot again should yeah, we go straight sure. into the is this is this also happening in vegas huh? 
Yes. I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. At the apex. Yes. So what, what uh, are, yeah, we, apex, are we yeah. doing? Social media burns. Uh, we're going to do burns brought to you by Scallywag. We are doing burns Ooh. brought to you by Scallywag Chili. Um, so the, the first one is Henry Cejudo. You take, you take us through it, uh, Danny. Well, um, do you... Let me just okay, pull it up so, quickly. So you pull it up and there I'll take go. you to the headlines. There we go. And you guys can do Got the reaction. It. So, so uh, Cejudo snipes back. Basically, um, Alexander Volkanovsky, who's the featherweight champ, mm-hmm. he said he was going to read uh, Henry Cejudo a little book there, mm-hmm. like he's a little child. And then uh, Henry Cejudo said back to him, you know, I'd rather... I'd rather get you a gift since you got one already in your fight against Holloway. I've seen better decisions. <laughs> Just read the rest of it there. I'd rather get I've a gift since you won your fight against Holloway. I've seen better decisions on 90 day fi- what? fiance. 90 day fiance. I can't really see it. It's blurry for me. So you'll just have to read okay, them. I'll, okay, I'll right, do the headlines. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, he basically burned him back there and said, uh, you know, <laughs> okay. Max Holloway, Max Holloway kicked your ass, but no one." Well, what's this ninety-day fiance rubbish though? It's like I don't the understand bad that. Bachelorette and all that. Kind of, <laughs> okay. Meaning, there's he's seeing better decisions because the people that hook up there are pissed oh, and making bad decisions. I see. Okay, I'm not that smart, um, obviously. Anyway, yeah. onto the onto the next headline. Well, obviously, Cejudo's uh, got bad fucking jokes. <laughs> uh, um, no, okay, no, Cejudo's got great jokes. You just, uh, I'm you just don't watch that, 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 that wasn't the greatest bit, but it was a good start. It was a good start. Okay, well, seeing as seeing as and you, you both, guys, uh, like I said, all bark. Is this the other one? Yeah, yeah. Seeing as you guys are both cucking on Cejudo, uh, he's got another one. If you pull it up, okay. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Just hold on a second. Cejudo, Cejudo decided to burn Sugar Sean. After his loss at UFC yeah. 254. Said, like said, all bark. Or like I said, all bark. Is that like yeah. he's basically saying it, it, all bark, no bite. Like bark, said, no bites. All bark, no bite. Yeah. yeah. So Sugar Sean, yeah. all bark, no bite. And he got his ass whipped by Cheetah Vera. He did indeed, um, man. That's hectic. And then if if Sugar, if Sugar Sean thought he was going to be able to go to bed, uh, have a cup of tea and just pass out and just <laughs> let people leave him alone. Yeah. He was mistaken. He was sadly mistaken. Cody Garbrandt also wanted a little piece of it. Okay, we're going to pull up Cody Garbrandt quickly. Just hold on a sec. I kind of lost my window there for a sec, chaps. Sorry. Um, there we go. You're just, you're just opening so many doors here, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doors, doors to hell, brother. Um, wait, man. Come on. What's going on there? It's taking a bit of a long time there, champs. Well, in the, oh, there in we the go. Cody No Love burns the Sugar Sean. Um, yeah. Yes. You know, Sugar Sean can't take a break, eh, chaps? Sugar Sean be eating his words right now. Let me just tell the listeners, this, this is because Sugar Sean talks a lot of Sherbert. Okay. Yeah, he does. And all these guys. So that's why when he, when he, gets, when he gets beat, he's going to... It's going to get a little bit of smack talk back. There we go. Some people aren't made for war. <laughs> Hashtag sugar free. <laughs> sugar free. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, I love so it. So that's why they call him, that's why they call him no love. Yeah, that, that's uh, brilliant. Okay. Anyway, there's some, there's some other, there's some other news. These, these okay. aren't vicious burns, but yeah. uh, there were some other social news. There's go, you got another four or five stories here. Yes, yes, we do. Pull up the do. one with, pull up the one with Taren Bisping. Taren Bisping. 
Darren Bisbee. So the you gotta love about the you think that you gotta love about Dazzle is that he is he's he's not scared of anybody. And uh he's no, happy to fight at Walt. Yes, he'll fight at welterweight, he'll fight at middleweight, he'll fight at light heavyweight, he'll <laughs> kick your fucking Fuck ass yous. back to the there we go, Darren Bisping. Can't see, believe, achieve. Are you intoxicated? What's an asshole, guys? Look, come, look, come on, buddy. When the shoe was on the other foot, I'd lean over and shook a hand. <laughs> so Darren, so Darren Till has changed his name on Twitter to Darren Bisping, and he's changed his bio to take the fucking piss from Michael Bisping. Yes. But I think he's doing it. I think he's doing it out of respect for a fellow Englishman. <laughs> look come on buddy <laughs> yeah yeah look come on but buddy see, believe achieve are you intoxicated <laughs> sometimes uh, so your stock you... is just higher <laughs> sometimes your stock is just higher oh uh, that's great so if, you, if you go to the next one you'll see one of his tweets that he's aimed that he's Can't aimed directly at joe rogan okay. and michael Bisping. okay let's have a look <laughs> so this is the one where taza dill Wants to be a color commentator after his middleweight career is oh, over. Oh, he dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's, oh, there's that's there's, amazing. There's I John Anik on the right. He dropped there's, it. He um, dropped this. 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 There's, there's, uh, there's Darren. There's Darren Rogan <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> it's Rogan. It's uh, it's Joe Till. <laughs> it's Joe Bisping. Joe Till. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Till. Oh man, okay. that's so good. And then yeah, that's that's basically the fun and games are over. But there's some some there's some nasty tweets coming up. There's also First, some there's, Dana White stats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the one from Dana is is, is intriguing. Let's put it that way. But okay. th that's the burns over. Okay. Uh, this is an intriguing one. Which one? The one the Dana White tweet. Okay. So we, I'll, we, I'll okay. tell you, I'll tell you guys why when you when you pull it up. Okay, I'm gonna pull it up now. Just read it for us, because I'm a bit. Oh, uh, you're a bit blind. I'm a bit chilled. I've been drinking a bit of Cape Point tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, boys, this, uh, thanks, guys. Episode's going long as well, eh? Thanks for everything. No, I didn't DC drink on the weekend. MMA. No, I'm allowed to have a Monday I drink if I'm good. I look forward to seeing what the, the future holds for you. <laughs> mm. So let's see. Yeah, exactly. And and, and 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 he's what a dickhead. I f I find like that that. Oh! Again, it's time for everybody. This is the last time I'm in the fight. Oh, it's a video. He's running towards the octagon. Two-time Olympian. I stuck around. But, but yeah, I've thought about fine. it for a while. Daniel Cormier. I'm going to be the champion eventually. Is that, um, you know, Dana White, he, if he this is the last know. time he ever sees, if this is the last time he ever sees Bisping, then, you know, he, he does look forward to what the future holds. Because I think that he. Bisping or Cormier, brother. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Cormier. <laughs> I was thinking of that. I was thinking of Darren I think I think that Dana White thinks that there might be another. That's why I, I thought it was intriguing. There might be another Daniel Cormier. Cameo. No, I I hope not. I, I honestly so. don't. Then as a beat. Okay. Yeah, let's go to the next one. So Volk, who's the the 145 pound champ. Okay, I'm not sure what. I'm not a hundred percent sure what this is about, because a beat was meant to fight Yaya Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. It looks like Yaya Rodriguez has that these guys need to fight. Oh wow. Guys, yeah. We are all fans, whether you're a casual fan, whether you're a hardcore fan, we need to see Zabit versus uh, Yaya. But here's Zabit is saying, guys, 
My next fight was supposed to be title eliminator, and I won without fighting. Next title, mm-hmm. next is the title shot. Alexander Volkanovsky, I know you're a great champion and you're tired of fighting Max. Let's try new blood. I promise to make it unforgettable. Let's give the fans what they want. If you need a little time, September, October is fine with me. Dana White, on Shelby UFC, I'm next. Ali Abdelaziz, Rezavan Magomedov. Dude, he, yeah, he, so, he so doesn't... Ali, uh, Abdul, Ali Abdelaziz is, is his... Is his manager. Is his manager. Yeah. Uh, we know that Dana White and Sean Shelby do watch the show. So guys, put the fight together. If Jair yeah. Rodriguez yeah. is not interested, then fuck it. Let's go Zabit. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And then okay. we've got our last, which is not, which is not shit talk, or anything like that. We've just got Kakprat from. Uh, it's no, it's the Kakprat Award. Yeah. Okay. Explain so the it, Kuk my brother. Kakprat Award. The Kakprat Award goes to Dylan Dennis. When you okay. pull it up, let me know. It's up there. Okay, it's up. The Kak Prat Award has gone to Dylan Dennis. As a heavyweight champion myself, that was a great fight to Warriors. He's well What a great fight. With, well, yeah, exactly. So what, what a, he says, as a heavyweight himself, that was a great fight to Warriors. Now, this is a little welterweight. Look, they're not, welterweights aren't little by any means these days. But um, we've got a welterweight here. It's one of those tweets you roll your eyes at and go, yeah, okay, Dylan, 100%. shut the fuck up. Yeah. Cool. Shut your f- and um, <laughs> that can be that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Dylan Dennis can suck it. I mean, is Connor <laughs> really relevant anymore, even? Is he? No, but you've got to, you know, when you do the social media burns, you've also got to give someone a Kakprat award. So he gets the Kakprat award yeah, for well, this week. Without a doubt. And he now with a tomorrow. No, I'm only joking. Dylan Dennis, he's coming off surgery on his knee. He's a Bellator fighter. He's, he's a 1 and 0, 2 and 0, something to that effect. 2 and 0. Yeah, I mean, he's a BJJ guy. Let's see what happens. Um, give I'm him not, GSP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give, uh, well, let's say, I mean, also another thing. What about what about Habib looking, overlooking Justin, going straight Oof. for a, I'm going to retire 30 and 0 once I beat G- GSP? Listen, slow your roll, brother. You got to get through yeah, Justin Gaethje yeah. first. But also, we have to slow our roll because we're going to cover that fight in depth. No, we, we, we will, definitely. But we also, I think we need to do what Give we need time. to do is we need to do another episode where we actually, instead of rushing and predicting the fight we actually need to go in depth about these guys and actually do some do some digging i think that, that will not only be insanity but it will be fun as well yeah you know i thought we do that every week papa okay i'm sorry my bad yeah man but guys i think this has been a fantastic first live episode what do you guys think yeah, I'm frothed. Worked. Yeah. That's great. I'm, fr- I'm frothing as well. <laughs> I'm frothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that's the Cape. That's the Cape point. Been great, man. Um, do you think yeah. that? Do you guys think that's it? We'll we'll reconvene next week for a for another episode of FTC. Uh, to look forward I think to that's the, it, the, yeah. the fight. Yeah, let's see how these fights go this weekend. Sweet brother. It's be yeah. good. Well, on that note, this is from the corner. We love you all. Please subscribe down the bottom right. There's a little bit of a. Um, a little square that you There's can click button. subscribe if There's not just subscribe down yeah, the at the bottom we love you we'll see you love soon you check you later let's go Stock is just higher. I'm telling you, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. That's.
probably one of the worst things I've ever heard. Let's move on. Just like that. 